conversation powered by Just Talk and Lisa Listen. It is going to be an incredible show today. I'm talking about a half hour of power. Well, why is it going to be so incredible? Because the topic, you picked this incredible topic and we've done extensive research on it along with our experience to back into what we're going to share. And I, for one, I'm more excited for today's topic than I have been in some while. And we've had some pretty good topics. Well, before I tell what the topic is, Jess, tell us the show dynamics. The show dynamics is about creating an empowering conversation. One that you and I create that the audience, the viewers and the listeners get a chance to, they can come into the chat room and connect with us. They can ask a question and our director will let us know and we'll look down at our monitors and bring that into the show. Uh, But the most part is to reach people on a level where we create that kind of conversation where you ever been in a situation where you're eavesdropping on a conversation that's so good, you know, it's none of your business, but it's so compelling that you you want to keep listening on the on the ride here the conversation you were having in the car the one i was like (laughs) something like that been there well that's what we seek to create here and so it's it's you know there are a few things that we put together to to make the glue stick more importantly it's just the random nature of the conversation where people can find value in that conversation and enroll that value into their lives okay so that's what it's about so tell us what you do for the company real quickly before we jump into the whole program well i do the v i'm vp of sales and marketing and of just talk and success coach for lisa listen as well as podcaster for conversations scott scott can we get a round of applause for the vp of sales and marketing please because she is killing it well wait a minute she's making it happen as long as we're going for a round of applause happy birthday to our can we get a happy Let's do a happy happy birthday to Scott Whitney out there. Scott Scott is in the house. Look at him. He is the man of the hour. Yes. Yes, This this dude, he's got a cool, slick hairdo. And he's sitting back in the back like the Wizard of Oz he is. Yes, he is. He makes us all look good. Pulling all the strings behind the Yeah, there he is. Cheers. And that's the Wizard of Oz juice right there. Cheers, cheers, cheers. No, that's really good. So and with that, so we got so Scott helps to keep us together and, and make us look polished and that sort of thing. What do you do? Professional speaker. I do executive coaching, life coaching, success coaching, anything in the coaching realm. It's actually a coaching composite pillar where I use my expertise of the past to help people elevate the quality of their lives. We of do that. those things, what what's your favorite thing to do, Jess? You, my really favorite is really speaking from the stage and not from a celebrity sense because I can help more people one to many rather than one-to-one. I do like my one-to-one coaching sessions or my group coaching sessions, but speaking from the stage where you've got 100, 300, 500, 1,000 people in an audience and you've designed a message specifically for the nature of that audience and you deliver that message, how many lives can shift as a matter of that. Well, you know what? As your VP of sales and marketing, need you ask more? If that's your favorite thing to do, why don't you just tell the sister to go get you more speaking gigs? Go get me some speaking business in here, will you please? I am on it. Let me speak standard English. Please go get some speaking business so that we can continue to carve out a living. Okay. How was my standard? Was that that standard pretty good? That's good, but you know- Can I break it down another way? uh, Go get some business, girl. Hurry up, because I want to talk about today's topic, (laughs) would you? I'm sorry. I'm getting silly. Today's topic is how to rise above setbacks. I love that topic. How many people listening to this podcast or viewing this podcast right now have zero setbacks in their lives? I think that we are all going through. (laughs) I I, I don't think we get out of this thing without several challenges one after another. I believe the challenges and the setbacks and the problems and the difficulties, I believe they're there to teach us something. But what we want to do is from this topic of how to rise above setbacks, what we really want to do is we want to create the opportunity for transformation. Okay. Those listening, they may not happen specifically on this podcast, but it may happen as a result of it. 
So either way. So the hardest part about coping, I think, with coping with any negative experience is the feeling, the feeling or feelings that it generates. Well, based on some of the research that I was doing with this show topic is it's the hurt, sadness, guilt, embarrassment, rejection, humiliation. I feel it. And sense of loss that can feel so overwhelming. We fear that it will destroy us. We feel it's going to destroy us and we feel like we're in it alone. We feel like it's only happening to us. Absolutely. I totally, I totally agree. I believe our, our viewers and our listeners out there, whether they're dealing with our lo- audience, Jess, it's not our audience. Audience, fair enough. I can use that as well. <laughs> what are some of the typical setbacks that people typically face? Financial stress. Yes. F- uh, family conflict. Yeah, always. Relationships. Loss of a loved one. Uh, death. Right. Divorce. Right. I can go on and on. Well, let's peel back a couple layers on that. I want to peel back you know, the, finan- the feeling of financial stress. You, you know, so many people struggle with just oftentimes at the baseline level of life, just putting food on the table. Yeah. That is not what life is about. To struggle to to determine if you can just have a roof over your head and put food on the table, mm-hmm. not that's not good. When you're living specifically at that level, it's very dangerous and very scary, wouldn't you say? Being a single mom with three kids, there were times that it was very scary for me. You so could feel I, that I fire. Can, I, I can totally relate. And I'll bet our audience out there, people right there, if you're out in the audience, I want you to nod right now to say you can relate to that yeah. because I'm sure that you can. In fact, I'll look into the camera. If you're listening out there, you can nod right now to say that you you can feel the same things that Lisa's talking about here. The fr- the, the family piece, the family conflict, conflict when it comes to relationships there's a thing that they say that whether you believe in a higher power, spiritual, or God, I, I don't profess to force you into a belief system. I personally believe in God, and I've heard it said that friends are God's gift to family. Mm-hmm. So you you develop that friendship perspective so that when it's not happening for you and the family, don't don't roll anybody under the bus. Go out there and get what you're looking for, you want or need through the friendships that you create. Because you get to choose those. Because like in chapter nine of how you leave and feeling, it takes a village. It does take a village. In so fact, I'm today, well said, well said. Let me give you a bump on that. Bam. Actually, blow it up because you know what? it takes an international village. Yeah. Because the walls are down now. You can speak to someone in Russia at this very moment right now, and they can provide value in your life for someone right here in the United States where you may have missed. So, yeah, it takes a global village to raise yep. a child now these days. Let's get on to a couple other setbacks we know a lot of people face. We want to hit a, a number of these and talk a little bit about them. Okay. And then we'll talk about solutions for this as well. Wonderful. And so m- through my research, I'm looking at chronic illness, mm-hmm. being just fearful, flat out just afraid. You don't even know what you're afraid of. You're just afraid. So being fearful, feeling stuck. Many people feeling stuck with where they're at, not knowing how to figure out a plan to move forward, whether no matter what they're stuck in or about. Mm-hmm. Also, poor self-esteem is something that really brings people to their knees. I would knees. be curious to know the stats on how many people have poor self-esteem. I'll bet it's really high. That's a good number. I wish we'd asked this question before the podcast yeah, well, because I, I because Scott, that is. Scott, can you Google that? Scott, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Scott's, <laughs> Scott's like, uh, he's not doing anything but running the whole show. So no, he won't be Googling that for us right now. But that's okay. We'll take that pressure off him. But that's a really good one, Lise. The other one is bored or feeling alone. Yeah. So these are these are things that create setbacks to people in their lives because they they, they don't get to move forward from those setbacks. And so if we were to take one of those, whether it's chronic illness, fearfulness, feeling stuck, poor self-esteem, or bored, bored and alone, which one would you want to peel back a layer or two on? I think the one that everyone could 
identify with is is fear. Everyone fe- is, yes. is, is, is has a fear. Fear of driving. Fear of going to work. Fear of am I good enough? Uh, I mean, the, the, fear of we, not fitting in. Fear fear of death. Fear of loss. I'm not fear, good enough. I, fear, I, fear of being too good. Whatever it is, there's, yeah. everyone has a fear, and you need to rise above the fear and fail forward with the fear. You know, I, w- I won't say that everyone has a fear. I do. I'm, I respect what you're saying. I used to say that I was on a stage in the Dominican Republic once. Once. At this once okay. time that I'm talking okay. about. All right. And I said exactly what you just said. And there was a little tiny guy in the audience, and his name was Warren, Warren Crawford. Mm-hmm. And he challenged me on that. He raised his hand. He says, I'm not fearful. And I'm thinking, who is this little guy? He's just a little cool guy from, from New Zealand. And he challenged me on it. And I took him on on the stage. And I've, I'm not going to say whether I won or lost, but I felt like I made my point. Afterward, he engaged me after that engagement in the Dominican Republic. And he broke it down for me why he wasn't fearful anymore and curiously share with us you know he's he's a short stature of a guy but but a tall guy in every sense other than physical stature and he broke down for me that he had to get through all barriers of fear because of many conditions of his life being a short of stature as a man was only one of them Mm -hmm. and he he explained to me why he was not no longer fearful on the second day of that presentation because i was presenting on three days on the second day the first thing I did on stage was apologize to Warren Crawford because he taught me how wrong I was. Well, tell us what he told you. Well, I, we don't have time for that. At least we have more oh, of a program. You can't I mean, just ba- like bottom line it like I, I could. just did. Bottom line is that he he broke it down for me exactly many different parameters that he went through to why he was no longer fearful. So the moral of the story is the man had faced fear on every level and and dismantled it. So he was no longer fearful. So when I said everyone experiences fear, I was wrong. Everyone in that room except him experienced fear. Well, but he did experience it, but he... He broke went, through it. So, right. but, so, but I was making the statement on that day, everyone is okay. you know, fearful of something. Okay. I was wrong. All right. He wasn't because he broke through that. He had to because of his life conditions and circumstances. Really, really sobering moment. Well, the only way to walk through... Your fear. I mean, to get through your fear is to walk through it. Fair enough. You have to face it. Only way through it is through it. Every time. Yeah. They say you will grow through it if you go through it. It's a must. You will grow through it if you go through Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And, and there's people, greatness on the other side. Our of that audience fear. is listening right now. They're thinking, what are they going? Through? Let's ask them, what are you going through right yeah. now? Don't stop it. Don't 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 stuff it in. Go through it. And then you, you will, doubt yourself. Well, I'm, I want to make the point, go through it, you will grow through it. You doubt yourself, yes, it's part of the things that create the fear or manifest it, but what we're saying on this program is go through it. Absolutely. Whatever that looks I like. I totally agree. So what about a few more? Um, stressed out, hating your job, have a lot of self-doubt, addicted to drugs, alcohol, sex, on and on and on, or anger. You're full of anger. Wow, you could take any one of those. We could do a whole well, program. I'm going to ask you which one resonates most with you. You know what? I could take. We could take a program. We could do a program on any one of these. Let me just say, addicted to drugs or alcohol. If you're addicted to drugs or alcohol, you know it's got you by the tail. It's you. You really want to have a come to Jesus speech with yourself. That one's near and dear to me because I have some family members that have had some serious issues. I have family members that with, ha- have with, had serious issues with alcohol and or drugs yeah, as well. Or gambling or addiction, period. Right. So when it, whenever you're dealing with something of an addictive behavior, addictive nature, whether that's in your DNA or it's new for you, you really want to get to the root of the problem of that. What's causing you to reach for that vice 
whether it was drug or alcohol or sex or food or whatever it is. Uh, you know, Ronald Rudin wrote a book called The Craving Brain, and he talks about the power of addiction and basically breaks down addiction is a sense of longing. People, something's missing in your life, mm-hmm. and that's why you reach for one of these drugs of choice, whatever that is. And when you solve whatever that it, whatever that is that's longing for you, you get a chance to break the cycle. And it's also a chemical thing. It's dopamine and serotonin. Dopamine is the go and get it, survival of life. Serotonin is the I got it, the yep. soother of the landscape. Yep. So whenever those two neurotransmitters are out of alignment, you're going to be likely more prone to addictive behavior, no matter what it is. So that that one can affect anyone at any time. Uh, I almost wanted to choose stress because everybody seems to be so overblown and stressed out about so much these days, whether they're worried about paying the rent or they're worrying about making enough money or they're worrying about working too many hours, feeding going the kids. home, feeding the kids, the, the home life, the work life. Or they're worried about their relationship and how long it'll last or if it'll last. Or, or knowing it's bad, but don't know how to get out of knowing it. Knowing that it's absolutely horrible and disastrous and don't have any shot at because maybe you want to get help and they don't, or they want to get help and you don't. Or they're working so many hours, they don't have time to deal with it. They say they don't have time to deal with it, they just don't take the time. We can go on and on for days about that one. So Jess. we can. So yeah. I, I totally agree. So the next series that we research that we know that a lot of people worry about when it comes to the things that can derail them or, or send them in a tailspin, we chronically depressed, breaking a bad habit, or can't get organized. Believe it or not, something as simple as can't get organized. So which one of those resonate with you when talking about how to rise above setbacks? Um, how about can't get organized? There's a lot of people who don't have structure in their yes. life. They don't have structure. They don't have consistency. They don't have. They don't know where to begin their day. And so many things are coming at us at, at, at the internet, the text messages, the phone messages. Well said. On and on and on. So I'm going for can't get organized with all of these things. The shiny penny, boom, 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 boom. If you're a person out there listening to this podcast and you're someone that can't get organized, get help. Even if you're a person that likes random order of life, someone that likes impromptu sort of things and like to do things that come off the top of your head, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But you want to have a, you want to establish a proper respectful routine in your life when you get up at a specific certain time in the morning. And go to bed at the same you time. You go at to night. bed at a specific certain time range. And you and you lay your your life plan out. You can certainly veer off from the plan and make exceptions. As we all do, right? You can make As exceptions. We all do. But to have no plan, they say if you fail Without to plan, 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 plan to, to fail. fail. Right? Yep. So I agree with you. That sense of order, even if you're someone that prefers randomness in your life, there's nothing wrong with that. You still have to have a basic sense of order so you have something you can count on, so that you can measure. Mm-hmm. They say that that gets measured gets done. Exactly. If you measure it, you'll get it done. You put a date on it, you put a time on it, it gets done. That can be done at any time, will be done at no time. And I have Brian Tracy to thank to this day. You and for, I both have Brian for Tracy. For changing my life. Uh, at age, oh, oh, I can't do the math. Don't worry, just uh, estimate. 20 years ago. Okay. 20 years ago, the, the man totally changed my life with, with the first seminar that I ever saw that he was teaching everybody how to set goals. I'm like, what? What's that? And a year later, I went back and look at, looked at that workbook that I wrote that, you know, he handed out and I wrote in. And 98% of what I wrote came true. Phenomenal. And, and I was sold at Phenomenal. that moment. Brian Tracy is one of the industry best. I totally agree with yep. you. And I didn't know you back then, but I can tell you he was my mentor and role model as well. In fact, I, I am doing today as a profession what I'm doing because of Brian Tracy. I 
was successful in sales <clears throat> initially because of Brian Tracy. Well, what's your short story on that? Just to give us a brief short story because you saw him and what happened? I had I I was craving information and structure in my life. I didn't have it and it was at a time where I was very new in sales in my life and he said if you just do these simple little tactics. He broke it down and I'll never forget it. You remember those um, projectors? Yes. And he had those the, the slide. overhead overhead oh, projector. And he, and, right. And, and Forget was, about slides was, and powerpoints. Oh no, he was putting each little right. overhead on this overhead projector. No disrespect to Brian, but I think no. he's still doing it. But keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Brian. But man, I, you know what, Brian? You know they have keynote from from. But, Wait, wait a minute, Brian. You know they have Keynote from from Apple, and they have PowerPoint from Microsoft. Just so you know, Brian, Hello. I'm not just rolling that the bus. That might be his icebreaker because I remember it. Whatever, I remember it. So I can't roll I, the boy under namaste, the bus. He saved me. Namaste, and namaste. I thank you to this day. Yes. So he broke it down very in very simple bites for me to to chew, and I am just grateful to this day that I learned those techniques. I got one thing to say to you and Brian Tracy. What? Itsumo. Oh, okay. Well, that's Japanese for it's always a pleasure doing business with you. Well, like like Brian Tracy speaks Japanese. Uh, no, but I want to throw that in the okay, show. Okay, all has right, no real all right. Um, go, let's, just let's, just throwing some stuff uh, in there. Let's go on. All right, let's, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me speak to my Brian. My quick okay. Brian is I had well, I had lost a monumental draw, job in corporate America at one of the signature brands of the Mirage Inc. companies at the time. It was Bellagio. No, no not Mirage. MGM Resorts at the time. At the time. Okay. At the sorry. time. Sorry. Sorry. So that, that's corrected. what they were called at the time. So anyway, the quick short story is I was at a complete flat out loss. You're talking about dealing with risk and adversity setbacks. And, and setbacks. So I you're getting vulnerable at this moment. Very vulnerable. I was Let's completely go. knocked down to my knees and, and laying on the mat, not getting up. And I picked up a book called Action Strategies for Personal Achievement. Action Strategies for Personal Achievement okay. by Brian Tracy. Mm-hmm. And in that book, he says, if you will read an hour a day in your field of study, you will become an expert in five years in that field. I thought, wow, I can do something else. And he also said, if you do not know what your best gifts and talents are, ask the closest 10 to 15 people around you because they know even if you don't. I said, wow. And I actually did exactly what he said. Quite frankly, this book, How You Leave Them Feeling, this book has, you can't see it, you won't be able to read it, but on the back, the very top person that supports this book is testimonial is Brian Tracy. I'll read it. It says, Brian Tracy wrote a testimony for my first book, which is, he says, when you put these powerful proven insights into action, you will be a more effective person and get more done in every part of your life. Your future can be unlimited. Brian Tracy, author and consultant. He actually wrote a blurb on the back of my first book. Is that something? Wow. That was very cool. But he created this. He was the man that actually created What are the odds of him being my go-to person? Because a lot of people say Tony Robbins. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, Tony Robbins learned it from Brian Tracy and and Uh, Jim Jim Rohn and and Dennis Whaley. Dennis Whaley, exactly. But but anyway, with all you said. John Maxwell? John Maxwell, yes. Another famous one. But how cool is that to have your role model and mentor that reinvents your entire life write a blurb on the back of your book? I'm going to go write a book and before... 
he let's get him yeah let's get him let's i like that okay. so <laughs> don't say it don't say it on the show no before before he, he leaves the earth well and Fair we enough. never know it could happen anytime i could just happen had to a us. friend that was very young passed and, <laughs> right. had kids yesterday. and our director has a sense of humor he's playing that music yes, that when you leave yes, the earth yes, that's yes. the music that you hear so scott, very good scott good, that's good on you scott <laughs> <laughs> in fact speaking of scott scott came out when we were talking about the show he got so involved in it, and this guy He's got an abundance of energy and an abundance of intelligence. And he talked about what Scott calls the four F's and the things that affect or motivate others. And the four F's for Scott, as he's talking about our program today, Mm -hmm. is family, finance, fitness, and faith. Mm -hmm. And Scott says he can have a conversation about anybody on anything and invoke any one of those four F's and reach those people. Wow. Right? You know what? Scott, can we have you on the show as a guest? Yeah, we need to have you on the show sometimes. (laughs) Scott, we need to get you get get, you need to get from behind the curtain and stand on the show. We need we want to hear more about that. Yeah. So, but so that that was a really good additive part, and I like the four F's, and that's something I'm going to repeat it. So if you're listening to this, right. So as we think about it, so the setbacks, you know, how to rise above setbacks. Mm If you think about how to rise above setbacks, the four Fs from Scott at the very last minute in the green room before we came on board, four Fs are family, finance, fitness, and faith. You deal with each and every one of those areas in some strong forward capacity, you'll change your paradigm, you'll shift. Because most everything we do revolves around, around those four Fs. Everything revolves around those four facts. This Scott- Four Fs, not facts. Facts and Fs. Okay. They start okay. with it's an factual. F. It's all F. good. All I'm saying is Scott's bad to the bone. F F word? F F word. (laughs) (laughs) So so with that being said, I want to switch over to, I would like to share some stories, but one thing that came to our mind when we're talking about this particular topic, how to rise above setbacks, the setbacks that people face, it's it's phenomenal. We were looking for statistics, and we discovered in our research this statistical piece called Real time, mm-hmm. current death toll, the thing that causes death. And at the top of this current death toll, it's a right now campaign. If you type into your internet browser, you know, death and what causes death or whatever, you get, it may come up on one of the, on the first page. For me, it came up right now, cancer just caused death and abortion just caused death at this instant. This is an instant polling. But what's the lead? What's the abortion lead is the lead at 157,621 deaths. Which blew at my this mind. Mo- well, that, that let me let me just mind. finish. At this moment, from January one until this very moment that we're sitting on this podcast, which is more than doubles the second in second in line. Fair enough. So 157,621 deaths just this year, from January one to this moment. Uh, respiratory disease, someone just died of that. Abortion, someone just died of that. And heart disease. Someone just died of that. And this comes back to the setbacks that people deal with. These are the things that people are dealing with right now. This, you Go ahead and read the, read the tops. Well, I mean, 157,622 people with abortion. How many setbacks is that? I don't know if there's a, 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 a tallying total at, at, at all of these issues of heart disease, cancer, well, do me tobacco, a favor, and on and on Do and me on. a favor. Read them slowly and let them know at this moment so we can bring it back to our topic. Heart disease, 86,111. Cancer, 83,241. Tobacco, 50,520. Obesity, 
44,313. This list goes on and on and on. Right, it does. That's quite a bit. Now, you can scroll all the way down to this list, and it says right now, texting and drive while driving has killed from January 1 to now 864 people. If someone would have an accident and was reported right now, it would show up on this on this meter. And it's just an amazing meter. But when you when you switch it back, how to rise above setbacks, these are the setbacks that people are dealing with yep. right now, yep. real time, as we sit here in the studio. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So let's talk about what can help that. How about that? Let's do it. So some of the highlights that will take that will take place are you you have the first from our research, you talk about the very first one. Well, Acknowledge the setback. That's the first thing. Acknowledge and own that it is a setback. Right. What next? Blow out blame. Blow out the blame. Got a client that I that I have dealt with in the past, and he authorized me to use this information. He he was beaten up by his father. He was abused by his father. He was never told he was never going to be good enough by his father. He the the man is going on forty five years of age, still trying to get approval from his father. Acknowledge that it was a setback. Blow out the blame on who caused it, and let's figure out how to help you get over it and get through it. That's another stat that I would like to know because I've met a lot of men that don't have a relationship with their father. Right. That they are effed up, screwed And women up, that don't have a relationship with, with mothers mother. or fathers. No, this is, that, that's a big stat that I, it may be another show we should... Or Let's keep it rolling because we've got anybody. four minutes left. Let's, so we want to keep rolling because we want the audience to get the full value okay. out of this. So blow out that blame. Secondly... To, uh, the other note we took was to begin, don't react. Be gentle with yourself, clarify values and, and your roles. Get in touch with spirituality, spirituality. Get in touch with, get grounded. Don't react. Give your, do what we call take a stand down so you can respond to it rather than to react. Right. Give us another one. Experience real emotion. Take time and freedom to acknowledge and express your true feelings. Yes. Take the time to express your true. How do you feel about it? Mm. How you leave them feeling. Mm-hmm. How, how you leave them feeling is also how you leave yourself feeling. Yeah. It's how you go through life thinking about where emotional creatures, emotional human beings, looking to make connections with ourselves and with others. How do we go through lives, leaving our, our lives, leaving ourselves feeling superb and leaving others feeling good about us and the situation? Typically, we continually serve others first before ever serving ourselves, so we, we we always leave others feeling better than we leave ourselves feeling and it I starts agree. with self so. i agree so many people yeah. do do that also another one is to release your baggage and move into future the future move mm-hmm. into the future after expressing your feelings mm-hmm. after you talk about how you leave yourself feeling and how you leave others feeling how do you what expression do you come with now Drop the baggage at the door. When you carry around the baggage of past life hurts and pains and stains, you stay stuck like we talked about earlier. And in order to get through these things, real quick, I just want to say that we have monthly events, and our next event coming up is on March 1st, The Power of Asking, which is a lunch and learn event. That's going to be a huge event. Uh, If you would like more information, please go to our website, and you'll find our email address, feelings at justtalk.com. In fact, that'll be at Evergreen Home Loans, and we'll give you the address for that once you sign up and so forth. What the, else do we have The next on? event uh, after that is on March 3rd, Women Inspiring Women, which is at the ARIA. It'll be from 8.30 to 11 a.m. Nevada Escrow Association, March 5th. Mass Mutual, April 27th. And we always have our private conversation, which is taking place this Sunday, if you want more details on that, we have one seat remaining, 
and that is an intimate private conversation. It is at no charge, and that is our way of giving our gift back to the community. So if you're interested in that, please get a hold of us, and you are more than welcome to attend that event. Very, very good. So what in terms of helping people out there uh, for some of the highlights that will help them recover or bounce back from, from setbacks, you have the final point on our notes. So what would that be? Yeah, it's all about how you leave them feeling. No, it is. It is about that. But quite frankly, it's discovering new life tools and building a life plan. That's really what we talked about. Okay. So we're talking about building a new life plan. And so that comes from discovering that there are tools, systems, and processes that are out there that can help you. In fact, we put it in reverse. We say systems, tools, and processes. STP. STP. As seen on the computer. Yeah, as seen right thank there. Thank you, STP. Frank Friedlander. System, tools, and processes. Thank you to Frank Freelander for providing that because that guy is a genius, that guy. Yes, he, he is. He knows how to get stuff done. He's a <laughs> like a mini robot, but he likes to have a lot of fun, that guy, just yes, he, so you know. Yeah, if you well, don't, we'll and if it wasn't for Lilia, we'll if, if it wasn't for Lilia, this guy would be like in the, <laughs> in the clouds. I don't, but I hope he's not watching this program because well, if he is, I'm in trouble. Jake. No, Jake's cool. Jake's way cool. Jake, Jake's way cool, but he's got a sister who's cool. Kate. They're all cool. Yeah. But with that being said, discovering new life tools and building a life plan is the answer. doesn't necessarily have to be with a life coach. It could be with a friend. It could be with a confidant. It could be with a relative. But you need somebody to hold you accountable. We do need to hold someone beyond. accountable because if you because don't have someone to hold you accountable, you will result into default behavior. If you result into default behavior, to what we call default behavior, that you're going to do the same things you've always done and nothing's going to change. Yeah. So what you need to do, you need to get in touch with self and others. There's one way to do that. You have to consider one thing to make that happen. What is that one prime time thing? It's all about how you leave them feeling, Jess. There we go, girl. <laughs> <laughs>